Give me the argument, the best argument you know, for the power of cinema. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? And welcome, everybody, to the show. This is Películas with the Bros. My name is Adrian. My name is Ivan. And this is Películas with the Bros, a show where me and my brother discuss movies. Each week, we do a new movie. Each week, we talk about a new movie. Ivan, what's the movie of the week? The Adam Project. The Adam Project. But before we get into that, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for subscribing. I see an uptick in uh, in viewers and, and subscribers. And listeners, not a big t- uptick, like five more than the usual <laughs> 10, you know, type of thing. But that's still something. And if you like movies, if you like uh, listening to two men, two men talk about uh, recent movies, then you're in the right spot. Mm. Actually, the best way to describe this podcast is two brothers watching movies, becoming film nerds, basically are film nerds. So join the process of becoming film nerds with us, with the bros. Um, you can listen to us on all podcast platforms. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Deezer, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Cla- I was about to say iHeartCarly. What was that show? On iCarly. iCarly. Did you watch that? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Uh, so if you like that, if you like to listen to us, you can find us on podcast platforms. If you like to watch us, you can find us on YouTube. Again, we're called Películas with the Bros. Look us up. But enough of that. Let's get into the movie. Ivan, today we're going to go and rewrite history. We're going to go meet up with our 12-year-old selves, which for you is like one year ago, right? <coughs> yeah. So let's go back in time and watch this movie. I- Ivan. <laughs> Say the say the name of the, the movie. Adam Project. The Adam Project, directed by Sean Levy. Dun dun. I know, right? It's not like I don't know. Me neither. Uh, written by like a couple people. We have Jonathan Troper, T.S. Nolan, Jennifer Flackett, Mark Levin. Uh, the premise of this movie: a man, a man by the name of Adam, goes back in time to kind of uh fix the wrongs of the future and the way he's going to do that is by meeting up with his father mm-hmm. who was the inventor of said technology to go to the past to time travel but along the way he learns a couple of things one he hates himself Two, he hates his father. Three, he actually doesn't. And this movie's about, I don't really know what it's about. What do you, What would you say it's about? Like, what's the one line? Anything. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Ivan's dead silent. Uh... One word, like what for, the like forgiveness, time redemption. travel, time travel, baby. This movie is all about time travel. Ivan, the cast is Ryan Reynolds as Adam Reed, Walker uh, Scoville as young Adam Reed, the twelve-year-old Adam Reed, Mark Ruffalo as Lewis Reed, Jennifer Garner as Ellie Reed, Catherine Keener as Maya Sorian, uh, Zoe Saldana as Laura, and Alex. Uh, 
Malaria? Malaria? <laughs> Junior S. Christos? Sorry, my guy. Uh, I, I butchered your name. Anyways, this movie is directed by Sean Levy. Ivan, we did a movie about... Uh, direct. We Free guy! We previously discussed a movie directed by Sean Levy. Ivan, what's that movie? Free guy! It wasn't that long ago. It was like uh, less than four months ago. Yeah. Um, we talked a lot about him in that we talked about that he started off with movies like Cheaper by the Dozen, The Pink Panther, Night at the Museum. Uh, big movies, right? Classics. Uh, lately, he's been going... Oh, dang. That's a weird word to use that. Let's get into that, actually, right now. Classics. So, Cheaper by the Dozen, The Pink Panther, and Night at the Museum. Ivan has just declared these classics. You know what this means. Ring the alarm. We're going to discuss this. Debate of the classics. Is Cheaper by the... Can a movie that's not... Oh, this is... I've never seen Cheaper by the Dozen. Okay, but this is deep, actually. Okay. The The idea is this. Can a movie be a classic even though it's not a good movie? <laughs> Look at Tim Burton. Ivan, don't you dare put that kind of inflammatory statement on top of my boy, Timmy Burry. This is the real predicament. When a movie like Pink Panther, Cheaper by the Zo- Dozen, Night at the Museum comes out, there's nothing technically wrong with the movie, and it hits all the things, and people like it. They're like, yes, this makes me laugh. This, this is fun. This is exciting. But a critic like Ivan comes along, and he's like, poop. Classics. And he says classics at the same time. So can a movie that's popular, that's making money, that makes sequels, can it be a bad movie? I mean, can that movie that could technically technically be considered bad be a classic i don't think they're bad at all though okay i think they're doing what they're trying to do which is be like goofy funny have a good time watch a movie kind of like a roller coaster some sort of thing and no one looks at a roller coaster and is like what a work of art this is but in reality like architects have to make that designers made that it should be though right because like the disney imagineers put their time they learn about physics gravity yeah. There's an art to it, but it's not like the Citizen Kane of roller coasters. Like no one says that. So are there tiers, categories, halls of different classics? Like this is the hall of the critical classics. I guess you could, but I feel like it's, I mean, it kind of depends on everyone's definition of classic. Because I'm using classic as like, that was good. Right. Not like, wow, 100 out of 100 or whatever. Right. Like, Drive My Car, which just came out and is getting praised a lot. You're not going to say, that's classic. Yeah, probably not. I mean, you could. I'm thinking classic like someone does something like, oh, that's classic. Right, 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 right. But mixed with like just good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like. It's almost like a classic Adrian. No, 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 no. It's like um. It's like when you have an apple pie. Oh damn, that was freaking good. Mm-hmm. But Costco made it. Yeah. And you're just like, well, like the bean and cheese burrito. Yeah. 
the classic the classic staple in our diet as kids the as adults. burrito as adults <laughs> <laughs> like correction as adults that is true the bean and cheese so Sean Levy is a bean and cheese burrito yeah with respect and then like uh Stanley Kubrick is like a faux gras with accoutrements and yeah uh balsamic glaze yeah like i wouldn't eat that very often i don't really want to eat that very often you want to eat a bean and cheese burrito a lot yeah right now i do (laughs) 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 anyways sean levy like we said those movies but recently this this man has kind of killed it in the hollywood uh circles with the success of his uh, series that he sort of co-created, Stranger Things. He did? Uh, yeah. Well, he, he's like the one of the big producers on that. Okay. I think the creator are the, the Duffer Brothers or whatever. Duffer Brothers. I mean, it should be a Frostier Brothers there, but what are we doing? I would make Stranger Things. What would you make? Strangest Things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I, settle for Stranger. I want the strangest. I just imagine you come into Netflix offices and they're like, we've heard a lot about you guys. Uh, we heard that you have a lot of good ideas. Pitch me something. And y- you start off, you know that show Stranger Things? And they're like saying, they're about to say yeah, but right when before they say yeah, you go, stupid. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> like, On the you table. slap someone's face. It doesn't matter who's like, it might be a secretary's face. Or like CEO. <laughs> CEO of Netflix. I don't care who that was. This idea will fix it. And they're like, "What?" You're like, "Strangest things, money now." And then I'm just there shaking my head, like, like that guy in a when Jerry Buss in the show, um, Winning Time. Okay. He's like trying to buy the Lakers. Oh yeah, yeah. And his second, his like uh, accountant, he's just there in the corner, like. Yeah. And you're Jerry Buss just like, here's the money. You're Jerry Buss. I love it. Sorry for hopping around different segments, but there we go. Um, Stranger Things. So he's had a lot of success. And then he links up with our boy, um, Ryan Reynolds. And he makes Free Guy. And now they make this movie. Um, They're only going up. From here, they're making Deadpool three now, as reported. Did he make the other Deadpool's? No, any of them? No. the The first one, the first guy who made it, the first yeah. director, he left. He's like created differences. Then this guy came on, and I guess he's gone. I don't know. Whatever. The point is, Sean Levy's moving up in the world, and I think he's using Ryan Reynolds as his like spo- spokesman. Who's Sean Levy, rapper? Let's do this. I'm tired of you. The baby. Nope. Why not? Uh, the baby is a little too one note. Too un. I mean, he's not super unself aware, but. So, what I've been uh, discussing right here is that we usually do a segment where we compare the director to a rapper. I say the baby. Ivan says. I think. I'm 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 about to be classic right now. Oh god. Classic Ivan right classic now. Classic Ivan. Let me say all of it before you're like, no. Okay. Let me drink some water. Go ahead. Spit take. 
Big Baby Dram when he was good and popular? Give your take. He's fun. He doesn't really care about the the artsiness of it. He's just doing it just just to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's kind of, I don't know how this guy's going to be eventually, but I think he renamed to Dram just for whatever reason. Now he's out of the mainstream completely. He should have let, he should have not beefed with Drake. Is that what happened? Not really, but if he just would have said, like, Drake, it's okay for you to use my beat. Is that what happened? But instead he was like, I don't really like that he used my beat. There he goes. Never mess with the mogul. Keep going. That's it. I'm, but I, I see your point, but on a similar note, that's why I said the baby because the baby's fun, but he's a little too like murdery fun. But that's the thing. Like, I, that's the problem with comparing these guys to rap rappers. CeeLo Green. What? CeeLo Green. That's good. And I also picked the baby because he's prolific. Okay. And it's not like he's making classics. Hey, watch it. But he's making classics. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I like your big baby drum. I feel like there's someone else there in That's that. Like modern. Yeah, in that line. I I I'm going like this way with my fun baby, but murder. And you're going <laughs> this way with your fun, uh, drum, drum, but sort of quirky. Mm-hmm. There's something in the middle where it's like. I'm fun. I make a lot of music. Who? Who? It might hit hit us a little bit later. Ooh. Um. This movie was in development hell for uh, about ten years. Jeez. Tom Cruise was set to star in this film Jeez. when initially uh, thought of. Right. Um. Sean picks up the movie, takes it to Netflix. And he brings Ryan Reynolds along with him, of course. Um, were you excited leading up to this movie? A little bit. Um, I looked up reviews, like very general reviews, like scores. Oh. Uh-huh. Not. I read like I wish I didn't read the plot summary. Right. Not, not the whole thing, but like he's here. This is what happens. Yeah. I, I wish I went in super blind. But I saw I got like pretty good ratings, so I was like, "You're you're like I think I'm gonna like it." Because Free Guy was pretty good yeah, for what it was. Yeah, I, I wish I thought about that a little bit more, like that it was the same team, you know? Yeah. But I think the idea of something being on Netflix sort of makes me icky, unless it's from like an auteur. But when I see like Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds on Netflix, I'm like, well, what makes this better than any other Ryan Reynolds Netflix movie, you know? Uh, when we talked about what movie we're gonna do this week, and you suggested Adam Project, or I did, I was like, <laughs> "Blaming me? What the heck?" I was like, "Oh man, we can go. We can watch that poop of a movie." I know, and I knew you were gonna be wrong. I was, I was wrong. It, it's not poop. Yeah. Hey guys, it's not poop. Okay. Yeah. It's a bean and cheese burrito. Uh, S- similar. <laughs> <laughs> turns into a similar thing. Yeah. Uh, where'd you watch it? AMC My House. AMC My House. <laughs> I think I told you this before the... Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I watched it <laughs> in my house, too. 
Okay. Um, Saturday night on the couch. You know what? Sometimes I make mistakes. <laughs> okay. And the mistake I made was I had probably like two drinks and half a pint of ice cream before watching this. And I was nodding off halfway in because the sugar fat boy, <laughs> the sugar intake was <laughs> knocking me out. But that being said, I still finished it. I still watched it. <laughs> it's funny because I was like, I rewatched. Uh, I skimmed through it on Netflix mm-hmm. to remind myself of my favorite scenes. I was like, oh, I completely missed this part. <laughs> Oopsies. Ivan, what did you think about the movie? It was great. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan's nodding with the uh, with his chin right now, all chin baby. <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. I was surprised. It was funny, heartwarming, heartwarming. We'll get to that. Spielberg esque, would you say? Mm. Yes. Whim- whimsical. Yes. Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I I sort of I heard about like the nostalgic um nostalgic tint or mm-hmm. tilt to this movie. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think about it until you said it again right now with uh Spielberg mm-hmm. and him how he sort of looks back <coughs> on youth with like that rose rose tinted glasses, right? Mm-hmm. But now that you say it, I do see it. But I think it's like a cheap man Spielberg. Like it doesn't go all the, and I'll I'll say why. But like it, Costco Spielberg. Uh, it's like Spielberg. Spielberg is Target, mm-hmm. and uh, this movie's like, um, no, 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 that's that's bad. It's not Walmart. No, that that's way too down. See, no, Spielberg okay. is Whole Foods. No, no, no. yeah, Target. No, Spielberg is Whole Foods. Okay, this movie is Sprouts. Okay, yes. Or Spielberg is Neiman Marcus. Okay, this one is Macy's. Rich. Um. Yeah, it was funny. I like Ryan Reynolds, man. His comedic timing is impeccable. We said it in the last, last podcast where we talked about Free Guy, but he has like the this mix of like extreme sarcasm and he's r- really a bully like yeah. in almost all his movies, except for Free Guy. Um, but people like it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Not many people can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't do that. <laughs> I I generally and this is this goes back to my point about like this movie's a Netflix movie. Oh, I'm gonna hate it. I don't like movies that look generic. Okay. I didn't like the title. Yeah, and that too. I don't like things that look like other movies, right? Mm-hmm. I want a little bit of your own style. That's why we all like auteurs because they have their own style. And when I saw sort of like what this movie the trailer for this movie, I'm like, it doesn't look that much different from anything else. Once you're in it and you see the action sequences, they're well, well choreo- choreographed. Uh, they have a little bit pizzazz to it, but generally, like nothing looks 
too different from any other great action or good yeah. decent action movie, right? Yeah, its strength is just the story and the heartwarming side. But if you look at it from like a cinematic perspective, like there's nothing new about it. Yeah. Cuz what I guess like what would be the good comparison in a Spielberg filmography with this movie? Is it E.T.? Yeah. And E.T. has, like, I think when you really think about it, the iconic things are E.T., his design himself, Mm -hmm. and the bicycle scene, you know? Yeah. That look. This movie, I would uh, you can't really pinpoint anything like that, right? I'd say it carries, if anything, iconic, the same feeling as E.T. Yeah. Because E.T. has, like, an iconic feeling to it. Right. Even if it's not, you don't, you can't like put it in words really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's like this kind of weird energy that surrounds it and while you're watching it. And to your point about it being sentimental, is that the word that you want to use? Heartwarming? Heartwarming. Sentimental feels like, like negative. Yeah. Like cheesy, like a cheesy version of heartwarming. I feel like this movie. <laughs> It uses like a very easy way to tug on your heartstrings. Here we go. This guy has no heart. Like, okay. The movie's an hour and a half long, right? Uh-huh. It has to move quick. I don't feel like it lives up. It not lives up. I don't think it pays respect enough to these traumatic things like losing a father. Losing potentially losing a wife who didn't really lo- die or anything, but right. These things that's like we know how to tug on the heartstrings of our viewers. Father died, wife potentially died, right? Mm-hmm. And they use that to great effect in the movie, but some can view that as like an easy way out. Some like you. <laughs> <laughs> I am kind of being nitpicky, in a way, like. Yeah, I should just view it and, like, it's a dumb movie. Watch it. Have fun. But these are powerful feelings that they're dealing with. (laughs) Hey, if this movie gets to be cheesy, I get to be cheesy, too. (laughs) Okay. And for it to, to sort of just, like, use it the way it did, it didn't feel deserved. I think it's because it's has comedy in it. So uh-huh. it makes it feel like it's not serious. Uh-huh. Like if it was, I take out Ryan Reynolds and the kid and he just travels back in time and it's like, I don't know, what's a serious actor that you that you see him and you're like, ooh. Daniel Day-Lewis. He's a little too old. Um, Hockey Phoenix. Okay, he, he travels back in time uh-huh. and then he has to find his dad. Yeah. And, but like first he finds his like wife or whatever. Right. I think that would be like. <sighs> yeah. With like no kid, no jokes, no anything. And the yeah. kid, you don't really even need him. Like he could have figured it out all on his own. True. In different ways. The kid was more like to give him that perspective. It's like, oh, I've changed. But he could have done that in different ways. <clears throat> so the fact that this movie is a comedy sort of gives me that feeling that I'm talking about. I think so. Because I was thinking like when I was watching it, I was like, this could be a really serious, serious movie. Yeah. With, like, the same sort of, like, brush strokes. Yep. 
and it would be really, really good. I know. Like but if Spiel- if Spielberg literally took this movie, and maybe took out Ryan Reynolds, or maybe left them, but because the the cast is crazy when you really look at it. Yeah. Very Marvel. It's yeah. marvelous. Cast. I know. <laughs> they saw like Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, let's take a couple of these guys. Um, yeah. That being said, it does it does it good enough for me, at least. Yeah, I think it just since Ryan Reynolds is like the producer, he's gonna he wants to have fun with it since he's acting in it. Uh-huh. So he has the influence and say to be like, I want to be jokey, whatever. I don't think like if this movie was made and then a, a clone of this with Joaquin Phoenix was made, uh-huh. I wouldn't say like one is exactly better than the other. I would say like this Joaquin version is good for for the feels like right. comparing, I don't know, what's... Uh, what's the Holocaust movie? Um, <coughs> oof. Uh, <laughs> it's why like, am I saying Shepherd? I, I'm saying Shepherd in my head. <laughs> uh, Schindler's List. That's yes, why. like comparing that to like some super fun but good movie. Okay. It would be unfair to say like. One's better than the other because they're trying to do completely different things. That's true. Not that you could say, not that I'm saying you can't say one's better because it's like opinion like, oh, I like that one better. Uh-huh. But to say that one is better, that's different. You know, That's true. Yeah. Back to the cast. Like I said, Ryan Reynolds is in this. I think to your point about like switch the actor, you get a different movie. I think if you just like, I think Ryan Reynolds can make any movie very good mm-hmm. especially when you let him do his thing uh, you look so you look at something like Deadpool he can take like a good premise and then you add him it's like A plus you know or mm-hmm. you take a D, pl- D premise and he can make it a B plus or something mm-hmm. um, but the rest of the cast we have Zoe uh, Saldana she's great in like the 10 minutes she's in it there's that part where she's like sobbing <laughs> to uh, Adam that she found him mm-hmm. finally because she's his wife, and you you kind of feel it and you're like, dang, this this is kind of super dramatic mm-hmm. in the five minutes that she's in it. Uh, but then she gets murked, and then uh, Jennifer Garner. I mean, it, this movie is v- very. Uh, lucky to have these actors because like the little time they're in it you mm-hmm. can feel all the emotions they're in it yeah i'm thinking about the scene where um jennifer garner plays adam's uh, mother and there's a scene where she's at the bar and she's talking to future adam who she doesn't know it's her son in the future mm-hmm. and she's telling him about the problems she's having with her son that uh their dad passed away and that scene between them, it's very heartwarming. But it, <laughs> I was rewatching it too, and, and there's a part where he's like, "What do you say? Uh, I have the best mom in the world." <laughs> and if someone told you that at a bar, you'd be sort of creeped out, especially the way he was looking at her. Yeah. 
I kind of chucked it, chucked it up to um, her kind of being like, I think, let's say I was in a bar and then I saw like my, my, my future son right there and I, and they had that conversation. I had that conversation and I was going through the same thing. Uh-huh. I think I would feel like kind of like in a twilight zone sort of haze. Yeah. So I wouldn't really consider everything they say, uh, you know? Yeah. It's like some kind of weird, pre- uh, weird feeling she has where he can say certain things because subconsciously she knows that person's close to her. Yeah. And the the things he was saying were fine. Or as if it was like this drunk on the, at the bar. Yeah. She'd be like, you're a creep. Yeah. And she was even like, like yeah. out of it. Yeah. So I think that shows like, I don't know. But I don't like how Mark Ruffalo, his, he's the father of Adam. And when he sees Adam, he's like, Adam? Like, how does he know? Because he's a genius. Oh. So Jennifer Garner's not a genius? Correct. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. I mean. Marky Ruff. Marky Mark and the Ruff Boys. <laughs> his role is just like explaining what's going on. How dare you? What else does he bring? That face. He has a face like. I feel like he's always tilting his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Catherine Keener. I I know her from Get Out. Yeah. I kind of feel like this was miscast. Um, I think it just felt. I think her whole role was a little too evil. Yeah. I wanted a little bit more femme fatale. I wanted like Charlize Theron. Okay. I think that kind of makes more sense. But she had to be old. Charlize Theron is getting up there. Have you seen Monster? I haven't seen it, but I know she can. She can method act. I don't know. I don't know if you know about Charlize Theron, but she can method act. Okay. Um. I think. Uh, other than the cast, this mu- this movie's boosted by the music. Yeah. It doesn't use no generic rock songs when an action <laughs> sequence is about to happen. That's how you do it. You get some Led Zeppelin, crank that to 10. Get some Power Ranger action going on. We got a movie, baby. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. Yeah. But I think it could just cost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they're playing foreplay. Remember that song on uh, Rock Band? It's been such a long time. By uh, Boston, I think. Shout out to all the rock fans out there. Uh, and I mean, it makes any action sequence like so good. Imagine when movies start doing that with rap. Like, I know. Like Black Panther was really the first, but that was kind of cheating because they made music for the yeah so but like we like real like yeah because i feel like rap songs have only been used or i feel like most of the rap songs have been used in comedies yeah but 
racist. There hasn't been like a movie that uses that uses rap songs the way Scorsese or Tarantino would, where it fits the mood, and you just feel it. It's a open market. It's time for us to do that. <laughs> like New York State of Mind by Nas. Ah, come on. Dun, dun. Oh. Come on. Okay, what song would you want to hear? Either Drake or Kanye. <laughs> yeah, like I would love to hear. Take what you want. Yeah. Take anything. Yeah. But you have to have something good. Yeah. yeah. Going to jail tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to all our fans out there, whoever you are. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The rules of ta- time traveling. We have Back to the Future. Um, I like this one the best, I think. This explanation of how time travel works. I didn't really get it. Can you explain it? <laughs> you well, what were their rules? Stupid man. Oh, I'm stupid. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? Because he, w- he was like, if you... If you meet me in the, like, if you meet yourself, you can cause a rift. But not they've met themselves like, yeah, happen. I think the way it works is that it combines with what has already happened uh-huh. with what was just changed. So like, at the end when he meets Zoe in the class, I think because they had a, a relationship. They're the old timeline and the new timeline kind of mixed together. So then it made it so they will eventually meet. But the fact that what's her face got killed, that's like a major, like everything sort of like changes around it. Uh huh. Like it's kind of adaptable to an extent. Well, it is completely adaptable. But it like takes into uh, takes into consideration everything that they do, even if it's deleted. That sounds like a, I, and I, I okay, that kind of makes sense. What about when he's like, "There's only one true you." When when he was talking to himself, like the his kid version, he's like, "Wait, so you had this happen to you when you were younger then?" And he's like. No. Yes. I think I think it's just that was explaining how time travel works and the kid was an idiot. But doesn't that make sense? Like he should have seen this happen to him. Well now technically yes. So he's saying this is the first time it's ever happened? Yes. Well it's it's <laughs> technically yes, but the fact that it happened means it, it happened already. The fact that it happened means it happened already. Yeah, it never happened before. But then he went back and talked to him. And now he had that conversation. So it's the first time. But it always happened, technically. It's time travel. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, what did Tenet do? That was... Uh, you can... Tr- time moves backwards. All uh, right. That was confusing as hell. 
You're telling me, buddy. <laughs> Shout out to Tenet. That movie is um, Playboy Cardi's latest album. I stick God. to it. Jesus Christ. Um. Oh, this movie. I think I. I don't know if I told you this before. So, this movie reminds me of the type of movie that um, I categorize as this, and I'm going to explain to you what this is. I was at a grocery store, uh, I think it was like Thanksgiving time, Christmas time, and I overheard like a family and the father say, he's like, yeah, we're going to make, we'll make food tonight and then. Uh, the plan is we can just uh, all watch a movie that uh, we all kind of like, like the Avengers. And I, when I heard it, I was like, that's so funny. Just like that notion of like, there's mm-hmm. a movie that we all like, and it's like something like the Avengers. So and I think this is that movie. Okay. Just a, a movie that you can put in a category where it's like, oh, Everyone. it's a family movie. We could all watch it together. Uh-huh. Just a random idea I had. Okay. Agree. Rewatchability, Ivan. High, medium, low. I'd say medium. I say low. This guy. Not saying it's bad. This Th- guy. This guy. Best scenes. Um. I just I like when he first met his dad, and I mean it's kind of I like all the scenes with him because I like how the dad was pretty smart with it and saying like, "This isn't right." Yeah. And he was kind of fighting the fact that he should just be a dad to his son. Yeah. I liked all those scenes. That would be hard, huh? Yeah. If you're a dad. Because like, he has like, the logical side that he's trying to say, like, you have to go because timeline, you're going to kill everyone on Earth. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you that. I like when Adam tells young Adam how to fight. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you gonna you gonna smoke this banana today or not? Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna smoke smoke your banana, you <laughs> mother. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I like the bar scene with Adam and his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, the twinkle in his eye when he mm-hmm. saw his mama. The last baseball catch session. Oh uh, yeah. Between the three. That's a see. That's that's sort of like my gripe with this movie. It's like. It's like being cheesy. All right. It knows it's cheesy. Heartless over here. It knows it's like cranking the cheese barometer to Gouda, you know? I think they just needed to find a way to have like some sort of final thing that they could all do. Yeah. They're like, what's something a son and a dad always do together? Throw a ball. And then that's where they stopped. Because I it's never easy. threw a baseball with my dad. Because we're Mexican. But we threw, we threw huaraches. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> what? You just went there. We were, we're not Mexican like that. We're Mexicans. <laughs> That's the worst Mexican Mexicans. <laughs> we actually played basketball. That's what we did. That's what you did. That's true. What a chess. Well, you never wanted to play basketball. No. Odd man out. It's my life. I'm like Kanye. Making my own path. There it is. Um, Laura and Adam kicking ass together. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Very um, Power Rangers. Um, the one final jump scene. 
He's like, are we going to do this final jump or not? And he's like, hit it. Time travel, baby. Um, yeah. Ivan, hmm. how many tickets? Out of five tickets, would you give this movie? You're not going to like this one. Hold on. Go. Four tickets. Oh. I, I was looking for that point, and I was like, oh, damn. Don't man. do it. I'll let you go with four. I'll give this movie 3.25 tickets. This guy. Heartless. I'm getting better. <laughs> Is that what you call it? 3.25 tickets out of five tickets. And you can bank on that, baby. Ivan, this was the Adam Project. Thank you for uh, suggesting this movie. Wasn't me. We could have watched that, that Red Panda movie. What was it called? On uh, Pixar? It's like turning, turning red. red. Heard it's good. Heard the racists hate it. I think that's time. Let's get into a section called Things and Such. I never watched it. Uh, we don't have to talk about it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Kanye. I think last podcast was the last, the only podcast where we didn't talk about Kanye. Our boy <laughs> Kanye is going through it. Um, He's so... He's so annoying. He has a point, I think, but he's a hypocrite in the ultimate sense. It's just too late. It's he's he's spiraling. He's gone. I'm tired of him. If I'm tired of him, that's it. Honestly, <laughs> like think about it. I know. Yeah, um, I think the the issue is that he's too far in with his his baby mama and he's being a hypocrite where it's like he wants to be able to talk smack mm -hmm. but he doesn't want other people to talk smack yeah there it's just there's it's a two-way street yep and you know what i was i was thinking I know, like, he wants to sort of revolutionize the music industry with the stem player and all that. And I think history points to a couple of things that show that that's not the way. Okay. Or maybe it is, but most likely it isn't. Like, sometimes businesses, people, they build things that are better than the previous iteration, but they just never catch on mm -hmm. you know like technically it is better but it's not usable enough okay right and it it's it's kind of like um you can build the thing but it also needs to be realistic at the end of the day mm -hmm. should have been online the stem player and it shouldn't be called stem player why should have been like just a straight up platform of something like yeah. a Spotify because I don't want to buy that. I, I kind of want it, but I don't want to. Right. Because it's like, what am I going to do? Like, What's the point? What what am, what's the normal man going to do? Yeah. Ooh, I split apart a Taylor Swift song. It sounds better when it's together, though. <laughs> like, Tell me, sister. 
don't know. Yeah. I think that's all I got on Kanye. Poor guy. Poor family. Pete, though. What's next for Pete? I think he's as crazy in a different way. Like, he could say, like, whatever. Like, get help. He's right, but he's also in this crazy family for what? For what? Like, is Kim, like, the love of his life? Like, what's going on? I, I, I refuse to believe Kim's, like, the woman, you know? Yeah. I'm sure she's great, but, like, Pete, if history is anything, he can have anyone he wants, right? Yeah. Why? What's he doing? Yeah, I think it's like a moth to a flame type of thing. Weekend. Are you going to see him? Nah. Tickets are expensive, but they're not that bad. I just, I don't want to. And it's Doja Cat. Even less. But it's it's like. I just If it was in San Diego. If it was in San Diego. I know, maybe. But like, just the thought of like traveling. Hotel, this, that, the food, the, come on, get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Anyone, anyone who performs in a different city other than Ivan Tom City, get over yourself. You I mean, sicko. if I lived in L.A., I wouldn't be mad. I know. But you're saying, kind of San Diego, I live here. San Diego's a big city, okay? It deserves respect. Yeah. We need, like, a great stadium. We need a lot of things. We need money. <laughs> Ivan, it's time for a section we like to call What's on the Telly? Did you watch the latest epi- episode of Winning Time? I forgot. Oh, that's Good. fine. Um, I liked it better than the first episode. What I'm noticing is two things. John Hill directed it. Yes. I told you. Yes, but... Uh, one, I really like the minutia of like the nerdy basketball stuff. Okay. So I'm, lo- I'm loving it for that. And I really love in this episode specifically, they introduce like the, pr- the antagonist to uh, Jerry Buss's protagonist. It's a uh, red Arbark. He's the owner of, or he's like the manager of the Celtics, <laughs> the competing franchise. Okay. And it's just so good how they compete. Who's, who's it played by? Uh, the thing. Yeah, you remember him? Yeah, I do. Oh yeah, I like it. I see it. I'm here for it. It's he's probably hates that we refer to him as the, the thing. thing. I mean, I instantly knew who you're talking about. <laughs> so, but I think NYPD Blues. I think he's like the head actor <laughs> in that. <laughs> and he's like, please consider that more than that. But whatever. Right. That's that little conflict in the show is so good you should watch it that's that's the only reason you should watch it. i'll watch it i liked it but i just forgot but i do not like magic johnson's side story what's it just like him like his side story i i am not interested at all sounds interesting for me that's good though maybe it's just me then i find it boring uh, and I don't think it's because it's the because ac- uh, it's the actor. I think it's just like I'm not interested in his little come up. I think him and him being in Michigan and like 
dealing with like his the girl problem and his family problems i guess i'm not that interested in that i mean i think i don't know the history so i'm just gonna guess which way it's gonna go but i'm sure there's an actual answer but i think he's just gonna devolve into like sort of like if like that trope of you're in vegas and then you're suddenly some crazy person because everything's around you yeah i think that's gonna happen to him in some way yeah and then after that he's like it's all i had it all before didn't i you know oh classic don yeah he's like i just want to be loved yeah then his daughter's gonna tell him happy valentine's day i love you <laughs> Do you know Magic Johnson, like you predicted, he is going to devolve more so uh, fidelity-wise than anything, infidelity-wise, right? I mean, I know he has a certain disease that lends to that sort of activity. <laughs> <laughs> the The crazy thing is, like, the <coughs> his son, and I was show, showing this to Tanya, my wife, his son is the most... The most gay guy you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and okay. the, the like, uh, it's kind of like, how do you, how would you say it? Like the. Flamboyant? No, like the sarcasm in that. That he's like irony. ultimate playboy. Irony? Yeah, the irony that he's like this ultimate playboy and his son comes out just extremely gay. Mm-hmm. Is it ironic? I don't think that's ironic. It's just like juxtaposition. Um, I think it's a type of irony, but there's a different word. Because irony feels like sort of like haha, but that's messed up in a way. Right. So it's not. It's not haha. Yeah. It's more like like interesting coincidence. Like you would expect something similar that's yeah. actually on the other. There's side. a word, but I don't know it. Okay. So that's just a little tidbit for you. Uh, that's it. What what have you been watching, Ivan? Um, My good sir. I've watched Mad Men. Oh, <laughs> oh, you dirty dog! I'm on season three. Oh no! <gasps> you got the the Mad Men hint. I couldn't resist it. I need the stability of my <laughs> life, so I went back to <laughs> Mad Men. Tell me this: Are you excited for New York now? More than ever. No. Okay. You know, Mad Men doesn't show New York much. It's like the buildings. Yeah. Like sometimes you see a street or whatever. But it's not like. It's more the vibe. Yeah. Like, yeah. That doesn't really change anything. I've been wanting to watch it. Like, I've been just thinking about it. I really want to watch Succession. I don't yet. Because I know it's like a little heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have the same feelings of. Yet, like, Mad Men to Succession. No, no, no. no. But I, I know I will eventually. Yeah. Maybe when, like, the whole series is out and I could know how it ends, like, I'll be a little more, like, comfortable watching it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, like, any of these people could literally die, it's like... Yeah, yeah it's... I think Succession, Mad Men are the only two series that i've rewatched, i haven't seen uh season three again but i rewatched one and two like three times i don't have that same proclivity for game of thrones good 
And I don't know why. Because it sucked. No, it didn't. At the end. Braun is my king. Braun the Broken. No, stop this. Uh, I watched Zoolander, like the first half. Okay. It's so funny. Yeah? God. Do you, have you ever watched Zoolander? Probably. It's so stupid funny. I have, actually. Like, uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Oh, my God. His his portrayal of, like, an idiot model is so good. Is that the one where they have, like, a gasoline? Yeah. I like that part. Yeah. But there's, like, so many small little things, and it's like, oh, man. They nailed it with that portrayal. Oh, man. So good. Um, That's it. New Pixar movie. I think we should watch it. We might talk about it in the next podcast. Who knows? Just, I don't know. It just doesn't interest me. I think Disney Plus devalued it, a Pixar movie, too much. Yeah, man. Disney Plus, man. There's so much content there that's literally classics. Yeah. But we're just here watching Rasmus Jazz. I don't know. Mad Men. Mad man. Anything else? It's that first section called Really Be Bussin'. I got two things for you. One, Lil Dirk. I agree. Two, <laughs> that's how much time we give a Lil Dirk album. The disrespect. Um, takeaways from Lil Dirk. One, I understand his appeal. <laughs> Two, it's not for me. <laughs> Three, his beats suck. Four, he will never grow. Five, it's a shame. You like that? Agree with all that, huh? Feels like you're coming over to my side. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because I listened to another album, and you're going to be like, wow, really? Is it The Baby and... No, no, no. Okay, good. No, I, I tried to listen to that. I didn't like it. Same reasons. I think uh, Young Boy, NBA, whatever his name is. I love his voice. Okay. Like, the sound of his voice is better than Lil Dirk, The Baby. Okay. I love his, like, flows, but I just think he's just... The lyrics are not there at all. Two... Then the second thing I have for you, Tana Talk 4, Benny the Butcher. I know. I know. Stop. Stop. I would say, like all good things, the more you listen to it, the more sort of gets ingrained into you, even though it's like nothing revolutionary. So this is it. Takeaways. One, it's a decent album. Two, the more you listen to it, the more you understand his appeal. Three, it's it's the same thing as any other Benny the Butcher album. Four, you should listen to it for the first song alone. Why? Five, J. Cole. J. Cole, Benny the Butcher over an Alchemist beat. Oh, my God. It's Sounds appealing. And, like, that's what... We were discussing off camera about mastery. Mm -hmm. And 
for better or for worse, J. Cole has mastered rapping. You know? Like rapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and he can just rap. Yeah. And makes make a, an incredible verse. And then you have someone like Alchemist who's mastered beat making. Producing. Producing. Yeah. And you just put a sample and some boom bap. And you have J. Cole. And you have Benny the Butcher. I mean, it's just... It's like, I get it that it's not revolutionary, but God damn it, is it perfect. <laughs> you know? And there it is. I've evolved my theories. Okay. I don't That's think... Rap is dying. I think music <laughs> is dying. You, you, you conceited bastard. You think that just because you don't like it. <laughs> hey, don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I know what you mean, but I think you're wrong. I've been, I've been looking around. I've been... I left the 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 rap tree, our home world, the rap world. I've left that. I told you this. <laughs> I've been traveling to different planets of music. I'm finding trends, trends that people would kill to know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold that theory because we'll be right back. I just, I mean, obviously, I haven't listened to everything. Well, you say you did. Okay, I listen to everything. <laughs> but I don't I can't find anything that's new. Like that's the next thing. I think you found that you just didn't like it. Blady, baby. Listen. I think music is dead. I think we've had everything we could have had with music. I think you're wrong. It's a theory. I think we've always had everything we could have had. And that's just the nature of man. Wrong. Do the, the graphic, the wrong graphic <laughs> that I know you have. <laughs> because the old timers always say it was better before. But I think there is there are legitimate evolutions in music. Like I think computer and the computer made music is like super revolutionary. Uh huh. And we got like I don't know, like tons of synths and whatever, Daft yep. Punk and all that. Yep. That was never ever a thing. So I think there's some like obviously theories, but I think we're kind of we've had it all like with computer you could literally make anything you can imagine mm -hmm. the only thing that like you can't really do is the imperfections of like a guitar strum mm -hmm. like every guitar strum is going to sound slightly slightly different right but even now you can program imperfections in music too yes i just think there needs to be some some advancement somewhere technically technologically or any any kind of other any kind of advancement either technological or mental advancement <laughs> a movement 
or technological advancement. But there are movements. I'm saying like a Great Depression sort of movement where like people just die and stuff. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's so hard because like I feel like we've all humanity has always gone in circles and we think that something's new but it's just a slight change i agree but wrong do it again (laughs) um i do agree but i think like a technological advancement it would be that little change that we need i'm not saying What am I not saying? Because I think computer whatever wasn't like... It was a big change, but in reality, it's like a... Right? Mm -hmm. And we need another... Soon. But it's so hard to think what that could be. You know? Like, I can't think of what's the little click that will make... Well, I mean, it takes... like It's like imagining something that doesn't exist like how can you imagine that if it doesn't exist what are some technological innovations that are happening lately Um, so like you're saying okay you're saying like a a time machine could make this yeah probably like it would have to be something like okay so what about uh hmm. because computers are still relatively new in our history and that's still like evolving in different ways. Mm-hmm. I think like Bitcoin or what's it called? Block- blockchain. What about machine learning? Probably something in that. But like if you think like imagine we have like a perfect AI, like whatever. He's not going to kill us or she or it. Who? Oh, <laughs> scary, right? Save there. yourself. <laughs> that can just that understands like every emotion ever and can just make a song that's like this will make you cry (laughs) like mathematically i i figured it out and it's not impossible to say that uh, a perfect theoretical ai could do that right yeah all it has to do is study everything like i i would think if there's masters of like psychology or masters of music they could see exactly what they need and if like this theoretical ai can master literally everything and combine everything together they can also make that movie or music or whatever i feel like it's missing culture though that's where we come in we are the innovators. We're the little click. I just see like tr- I do see trends and I do see things pop up like I think there's, you know, have you heard of PC music? Politically correct music? No. No. It's like uh this subgenre of uh of pop that was more like computer based. 
uh, I guess like a, a good way to describe it is like very uh, synthes uh, filtered audio, mm-hmm. almost like auto tune, but computery, you know. Mm-hmm. And I saw that coming up like in the mid two thousand tens, and then now you have something like Blady, who's taken that and mixed it with rap, you know, and that's something new. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of sort of influences uh, the PC music, sort of influences uh, someone like Playboy Cardi, where it's very like the v- the vocals are very modulated, or whatever. I think Blade and Blady and Cardi are like part of that before the part of the before of the click. Yeah, because they have something and it's different. But my God, it sounds horrible. But that's because it's my God, Adrian. <laughs> my God. <laughs> that's what they say. People, people said that about hip hop. It sounds horrible. Yeah, like the people that like the rock were like. Hip hop is such <laughs> trash. I mean, the old stuff does kind of sound bad. <laughs> but like <laughs> imagine someone saying like that is trash. But look, I'm saying from just like like the tune of a whistle. It sounds nice, but like the tune of a car scratching against a wall. How will that ever sound nice? But the, that that that's what they said about hip hop. They're like that sounds like pure rubbish. I don't know. But they weren't really looking at it. Because I, I listen to Blady and I, I honestly hear good things. Some Not all of it, but there's... Right. And same thing with Playboy. And I'm like, there's good things. Well, there. yeah. I like some of Cardi's stuff. Yeah. Um, Occasionally, I hear something good from whatever Blady poops <laughs> out. <laughs> I feel like there's something like Playboy... But he's missing like the Tupac of it. He's missing like the like the raw work ethic of just doing something. Yes. Cause he like he happened upon Substance. The, yeah. Just needs more. He's like the prehistoric or whatever's next. What if Kendrick comes out with his album? And it just does this. I, I, I'd believe it. What if he... I can hype myself up for Kendrick right now. What if Kendrick comes out next month and it's Playboy Cardi, but it's with the substance that we've been looking for, with the lyrics? I see it. Like I, I could see Kendrick doing... <laughs> like, he leaves the flute he leaves that violin and the jazz and all that uh-huh. stuff. And he's like, hello, I am your father's. Because I think Kendrick's like the only artist, big artist that I see who like literally sees everything. Like he sees things for how they are. Yeah. Like J. Cole, he's kind of like that, but he's too preachy about it where he, he understands like, Drugs are obviously bad, right? But he doesn't understand how to s- sell that. Like he got the me- he understands what's right, but he doesn't know how to make the kids understand that. And I think Kendrick knows how to do that. Yeah. I feel like J. Cole's kind of 
he's self he's self aware of himself, but he's not aware of the culture. Mm-hmm. Where Kendrick, he's like, he Old. knows the culture. He knows he's an all. He's the all. Was it all father? He's all father. Kendrick is all father. <laughs> Imagine it comes out it's just like horrible, like objectively. I'm interested. I'm interested. He has it. He has it. He has it. Yeah. And what's Kanye? He's just I think he's the proto proto Cardi. (laughs) Like Cart or what's his face? Kanye? Like started people, started making people think like, do be yourself sort of whatever. Yeah. And then Cardi is being himself, and he found the, the vibe, and now whatever is next is like, finally the re- realization of what we need. I think it's just like straight up fun music. Fun without negative tones, like murder. Yeah, just like loving life sort of thing. Yeah. Was it, I was going to say something. I feel like, like Kanye, but what Kanye did was not too different from what other rappers like most deaf, like conscious rap, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that was a thing before Kanye. Yeah. But he was kind of... But he made it sound <coughs> mainstream. Yes. He made it fun. He mixed the Jay-Z of it, and he mixed the conscious of it, and then he made he mixed, like, the just beautiful soundingness. Yeah. That's what we need next. I, I re-listened to... Uh, it just reminded me. I re-listened to, like, uh, Kitsy Ghost, mm-hmm. Yay, basically those two. And there's there's something there, but most of it isn't there. An idea. And it just it just shows that, like, people are going to just look back and, like, yo, those, those albums were really good, but it, they're, they're not... Because when you think of Kanye, you think of excellence. Right. And that's what he's lost since um, Pablo. Okay. Because he started that with Jesus with this idea of like uh, manipulating the songs after they're released. Mm-hmm. And he sort of did that with Life of Pablo where he was like editing a song like months after it was released. And then now he's at a stage where he's like editing songs right now. Mm-hmm. But what we really loved about Kanye was when the song was done, completed, mastered, he spent 10 hours just fixing like one second of it, you know? And since he's lost that, he sort of lost his touch. Um, Yeah, I think he had the a good idea with editing after release. He did, yeah. He does. But now he's way too scattered to realize that fully. Yeah, correct. There's an artist that can do that, though. 
Like if he he's a, I mean it's it's like vlogging and like people vlog and blog about like what they're making and then mm. they sh- show what they're finally making. You know. Yeah. So this is like he's like a proto vlog, but for music. Yeah, but there's a better way to do that. Actually doing it. Because there's rappers that go like on Instagram live and, and show what songs they're working on. But I don't think that's even a good way. I think it's just like release it as with to a point where you think it's done uh-huh. and then s- let it sit for a bit and then go back to it and say, you know what? I think this would be better with a different sample and then change it from there. Not even change it. Just do like Donda version two on the version three right so that way you get the and it's like a different way to cash in on that's like a whole different idea like instead of doing deluxes you just re-release the same album like three times and it's just tweaked yeah and like it's so little work for keep getting new listens and new listens and listens and then fans can be like i love version two the most i love one the most right and you get more conversation that's like that's a huge idea right there yeah it's almost like treating it like a living organism yeah and also like an uh, application like this that's it that's the future but now we gotta figure out (laughs) frank kind of did something similar where he just like releases one song and he dips i'm tired of frank He's too he's too reclusive. Well yeah, I feel like he doesn't really care. But like it's he doesn't care to like it's so bad where it feels like he dislikes people. And I think that's mm-hmm. when it's too much. Like it's different from wanting to be alone like Kendrick and then making it feel like you dislike your fans. And I say he, I feel like he dislikes his fans cuz he charges like $2000 for a shirt. Really? It's not that much, but it's too much for a shirt that says blonde. Yeah. He has really good ideas, though. Yeah. Like, his, he has graphic design. Cap- he has, like, design. Eyes. Like Kanye does. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sad part about it, that he's a true talent, but. He's, yeah. Yeah, I listened today to uh, Channel Orange. I was like, well, this album is a masterpiece. Like, he knows he's good. You know, Frankie. You know. Frankie-o. <laughs> Shout out to Frankie-o. <laughs> All right, anything else, Ivan? No. We'll be back next week with a new movie. I don't know what movie that will be. <laughs> uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're listening this far, thank you for watching this far. We'll be back next week. My name is Adrian. Ivan. Peace out. Bye.